right now I'm gonna hold it down, I swear I roll up and I'm smelling like a pound right now I do this for my rounds, oh yeah What's up, Mexicans? Ron Mexico is back in the flesh through your speakers for college football. Week one is a beautiful week. It is a week we have been waiting for, for it seems like forever. No, but there's nothing better than just opening up those week, week one lines and just scanning, scanning and perusing what we got here. I see numbers, numbers everywhere. Look at the board. What's better than just eyeing a little Houston rice to start your to start your week? Not much. Can't wait to get the old two TV multiple quad box going. Um, that ESPN Apple TV quad box. That that's the sex right there. That is the sex. So. What I'm going to do basically is just go through this week one college card, tell you what I like, just some talk about some games even if I don't like a side, just thoughts on them, and pretty much just go through the whole card like that, starting with, um, there's games every day from Thursday to Monday, um, Thursday is kind of the just little appetizer, little, you know, kind of little childish games like Central Florida and, and Connecticut, you know? And then it leads all the way up to, to the five-star dessert, which is Monday, which is Florida State, Virginia Tech. But meanwhile, throughout the week, you got some, some stakes, some Michigan-Notre Dame, some Auburn-Washington, some LSU-Miami on Sunday, a little Sunday-nighter. Gotta love that. So yeah, it's a starting 7 o'clock on Thursday, we got a full, full slate so on Thursday, starting, because I know there are some Central Florida Golden Knights out there who might want to bet that. Uh, right now it's minus 23.5. Central Florida is favored. And a lot of people think I shouldn't say Central Florida and say it's UCF, but I'm just looking at the the book. It's what they have, Central Florida. I'm just reading what, what the book has. I can't control what I see. All right. Um, they're 23.5 point favorites. Um, Connecticut's horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, Mackenzie Milton could score a thousand on them, um, but I don't really like playing favorites at, at that size, a twenty-three point. But I mean, if I had to lean, it'd be UCF. But it's not a game I'm playing. Over under seventy-one and a half. It's a shitload of points, but with a quarterback that good in question. Connecticut's defense being terrible. Central Florida lost a lot of good players on their defense from last year. Um, I'm not touching that either, so I won't be touching the game, but it is out there if you're thirsty for some action. Um, the game, the only game I like on Thursday is this New Mexico State-Minnesota game. Um, New Mexico State has actually already played a game last week. They played like shit. But this game, terrible. Let me check what the actual score was. But this line, because these week one lines, they opened like months and months and months ago. 
This opened at 14. And it's now at 21. Yeah, New Mexico State lost to freaking Wyoming, 29-7. So it's definitely some stinky, some stinky shit you're playing if you play New Mexico State this week. But I just feel like that's a huge kind of overreaction for a line to move seven points, especially if it gets above 21. Right now it's at 21. I might just buy half a point and have New Mexico State plus 21 and a half. And it's one of those, when you take a team that sucks that bad, you're just praying, praying, praying. But one thing I like to look at when I'm taking underdogs, especially big underdogs, is the total. So the total of that game is 45, which means even though they think Minnesota is going to win by 21, in in a game that's predicted to be that low scoring, how many points do you really have to score to cover 21? I mean, if you score 10 or 13, that could be enough. They already, even though they played terrible last week, they've already played a game, so they're kind of they're in the flow of things. Minnesota's got an opener. It does scare me that it's a night game at home for Minnesota. They might just come out lit. They got P.J. Fleck at the helm, crackhead. Um, but it's so, something I like. Mainly the reasoning, though, is just because it was 14, you know, a week ago, and they came out and played like shit. The line shouldn't move seven points. That's too big of a re- reaction. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the New Mexico State Aggies plus 21 and the hook for all the pies on Thursday. Um, that's it for the Thursday games. What I'm playing. Friday, there is one game I like definitely. Um, Syracuse minus five and a half. Traveling to Kalamazoo to play the Western Michigan Broncos. Um, I still think people think Western Michigan's better than they are because PJ Fleck, who I just mentioned, who was at Minnesota now two years ago, they went undefeated. So people think of them as a better program. I mean, two years in college football is huge. There's a big turnaround. But the main reason is this Syracuse team beat Clemson last year. I mean, of course, there's some turnaround there, but same quarterback which is huge in their offense, throw the ball a million times. And he's good. He gets hurt a lot, but that's obviously not an issue in week one. He's going to be there. Dungey is his name. And I just think Syracuse scores too many points to not cover five and a half. It's kind of, the total of this is 65 and a half, so it's kind of the opposite of what I just mentioned. Um, you know, these games that are, have these huge totals, like the Big 12 and shit, you can feel like you're, it's a close game, close game, close game, but you're scoring so much that all of a sudden it's, you know, 44-30 when the whole game was, was fairly close. But they just have to win by five and a half with a team led by a quarterback who beat Clemson last year. Yes, yeah, sign me up for the Orange at 6 o'clock on Friday night against the Broncos. Let's see, um... Other game, I don't really like it against the spread. It's seven and a half, minus seven and a half Colorado, Colorado State right now. I just don't see Colorado losing that game. So if you wanted to tease them, maybe down to, you know, a half a point, down to one point, um, or you could even parlay them money line with Syracuse money line. 
That's what I like there. I just don't. Colorado's had so much NFL talent recently. They still have a good quarterback. What is that bastard's name? Um, I'll find that for you in a second. But yeah, so Syracuse and Colorado on Friday, Saturday. The true start. Just that full slate season. Um, for it being week one, there's not so much I like. Mainly because these week one lines are so much sharper because they've been than a normal week because they've been out for so long. These have been out for months, so everyone, you know, their bet their bet to kind of where they're supposed to be. You can't really get out early on them at this point. Like for example, Florida State that line opened at like five. So I took them, you know, three weeks ago, Florida State minus six, and now they're up to seven and a half. I mean, I still like Florida State to, to win that game. I'll talk more about it in a second, but I mean, when you lose that much, like, I know a point and a half doesn't sound like anything, but it really does does matter. Um, but on Saturday, um, there's a lot of interesting games. This FAU-Oklahoma game. Oklahoma's favored by 21. The over-under is 72. And they're going to score. Everyone's going to score. I just... This quarterback for Oklahoma, uh, Kyler Murray, he was already drafted in like the first round of baseball, of the MLB draft. And there was some rule change recently where he's allowed to get paid. So just think of his life right now. Like He's sitting on that fat MLB paycheck and is the starting quarterback of Oklahoma. He's just pulling up to practice in the Lambo, like, sup coaches, hold him. Like, I don't know how focused you can be living that lifestyle. I mean, I don't really know him, like what he's like, but I know if you handed a old Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield a few million bucks while they were starting quarterback at, at a huge school, that might be, be some issues. So, that is interesting. God, just pull up. Hey, party's at my crib tonight, entire campus. Uh, yeah, it's on me. That's, that's that's the life right there. Um, but 21, if I had to do it, I'd probably say for FAU. Just because it's Kyler Murray's first real game. It's going to be a crazy shootout. Maybe a little backdoor cover from the Owls. But, yeah, I don't love it. Um, there's a lot of just giant spreads. Like, Ohio State's 38.5 point favorite over Oregon State. I don't really usually bet games like that. Um... You can always, I, something I do like to do is tease the underdogs when the spread is that ridiculous. So you can get Oregon State instead of plus 38.5, like plus 45.5. And, and it's just like, hold on for dear life. But it usually works out because no one has any interest in, in taking a team that's supposed to lose by, you know, 40 points. Um, yeah, a lot of big spreads. It's kind of sketchy. I don't love taking those, those like, these... A lot of 16 and a half, 18s, nothing I like too much there. Um, one game I do like is Northern Illinois, plus 10 and a half against Iowa. Um, Northern Illinois, according to the magazine I got, Phil Steele, he's balls deep in college football. Um, he's 
says that Northern Illinois has the best offensive line, the best defensive line in their conference. I know it's the MAC, but that's usually where Iowa bodies people. They just, oh, you're a little school? Yeah, we'll try to get up and, and get in our way because we have 360-pound corn-fed white boys who are going to drive you nine yards back. But, I mean, if no, it sounds like they're not going to be able to do that to Northern Illinois. I mean, according to if they have the best line in D-line, I'm not really too up on my Northern Illinois Husky uh, trench play. But according to what I've read, so, and you're getting 10 plus a half. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. Um, so that is, will be a play I make. Um, let's see. This game is interesting. I don't really, I do like a side, but so Auburn, Washington, Auburn is a two point favorite. I like Washington, except for the fact the game is in Atlanta. If this game was in Dallas or this game was anywhere else on earth, I definitely would be playing Washington here. Washington has the best quarterback, the best defensive line, and the best defensive backs in the Pac-12. Um, I know Auburn does have Stidham. Auburn has Malzahn. I just, I mean, Stidham's definitely a good player, but I, I would rather have Jake Browning, who's Washington's quarterback. And I, I always take Auburn just because Malzahn usually is the better coach, but Chris Peterson, he was at Boise forever. You know how good he was at Boise, what he's turned Washington into. But it's just that factor of it being in Atlanta. No one is coming from Washington, I would think. But you know how many people are going to be coming from Auburn for that game. So it's that's the only thing that makes it not a definite play for me is where that game's located. Um, Michigan, Notre Dame. Though this game, it's a one-point spread right now, though this is at Notre Dame. I like Michigan in this game. Uh, they got Shea Patterson from Ole Miss. Um, as a transfer, he's a good quarterback. Finally, Michigan has a quarterback. Michigan's got probably the second best defensive lineman in the country, Rashawn Gary. He eats. And all of Notre Dame's O linemen, good O linemen, got drafted this past year. So I think with that Michigan defense, Harbaugh's hungry, new quarterback. I think Michigan has like one of the best defensive lines in the country. Notre Dame has a lot of new offensive linemen. So even though that is at Notre Dame, I think Michigan can win there. So I do like the Wolverines. Um, On Sunday, we got LSU-Miami. This game, I don't know if anyone's going to score a point. Two of the best defenses. Um, When it's a low-scoring game, I usually like to take the team getting points. Um, This is one of those games I I don't love, 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 but I mean... When it's a, one of these by-yourself games on a Sunday night, like it's alone, there's no way you don't have a little bit of, a little bit of action there. Um, LSU got a new quarterback from, he's a transfer from Ohio State. He was a huge recruit. He was supposedly really good, but just couldn't win the job there because they, I mean, Ohio State shits out quarterbacks. So that helps them a lot because they never have a quarterback. But it's oh, go, oh, coach, oh, coach, oh, coach, and oh, oh. He go ahead and gumbo. He gonna go play football, play defense. Oh, go go Tigers! Oh, go Tigers! Um, 
I mean, I do think Mark Rick's a better coach. We're getting three and a half. Um, it is neutral site. Um, I just don't really trust Miami's quarterback. Their defense is amazing. I just don't trust their quarterback enough against LSU. Um, that game could really go either way. I think it's basically a pick em, so I'll take LSU just because they're getting three and a half points. And then lastly, I mentioned it, uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State. It's up to seven and a half now. Florida State is just, I mean, that's my team. I should know more about them than anyone. <laughs> I feel like I do, but even given that, there are just so many, so many question marks. New, new coach. They did announce that Francois is going to be the starter. But new coach, new scheme. So many young guys. Or even the guys who are experienced. I mean, we're not that young. But it, it, you might as well be because it's all new stuff. New defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, new head coach. I mean, that's a lot of new stuff. When they have the same head coach and they have the same quarterback. But Virginia Tech gotten a lot of like off-the-field shit. In the offseason, they got a bunch of suspensions and people getting arrested for wild things, people leaving the team. So I think that's a big reason why the spread has gone up from like five a few months ago up to seven and a half. But it's, I mean, I think Florida State wins just given the night game. They got the all-black jerseys on. They're going to be live. It's hard to win in Doke at night. But I could see if I had to predict this game, I mean, 30, 31-24, 31-23 is not out of the question. And that's right on the number. So I would have said definitely play this a couple weeks ago when the spread was at 6. But 7.5, a, a little sketchy. It's kind of like the Colorado game I mentioned earlier. Where you could tease it or maybe money line parlay. But 7.5 is a, a little sketch. So that is going through the college football week 1 card. Um, those are the games I like. Just a little rundown again. The, the for sure plays: New Mexico State plus twenty-one and a half, Syracuse minus five and a half, Northern Illinois plus ten and a half, Michigan plus one, LSU plus three and a half, and those are the plays. So have fun eating that free pie I just handed out, and I will be back to talk about. Um, more lines next week Uh, we got college and nfl next week so i'll probably have two separate pods for each of those Um, i hope you enjoy the beautiful weekend that is to come and ron mexico is out peace they said i couldn't get rich i hit bet money all that sideline talk don't make no money buy that bread y'all niggas out here too funny hit your bitch then leave her with no money Said I couldn't get rich out here, bet money. I did it. All that sideline talk don't make no money. Y'all niggas be quiet. My dead bread, y'all niggas out here too funny. I hit your bitch and live